Margot Diaz. Thanks for joining us. This is About That. Now, you may have noticed that there was no music to start us off this time. And no, that little bit of quiet was no mistake. Did it make you check your Wi-Fi connection or perhaps the download and the data file? How did that gap, that silence, make you feel? Unfortunately, in this increasingly and almost inescapably noisy world, more and more people are less and less comfortable with silence, with themselves, by themselves. It can lead to a ton of discontent, but it doesn't have to. Now, let me introduce you to Leah Bernardo. She's an expert in psychoneurology. What's that, you might ask? Well, I'll let the good doctor tell you. It is a form of therapy wherein we integrate ancient wisdom with the newest understanding of subconscious communication, which is basically belief systems and how our the human mind behaves. And we integrate that with ancient spiritual practices to create thriving in people's lives. And so our focus is really on thriving and happiness. Our philosophy is that people who are happy, of course, do not get sick and can achieve more in their life. As a matter of fact, the founder of Psychoneurology quotes one of his uh, rabbi's teachers by saying that the happiest person is always the winner. So that is essentially what we teach in Psychoneurology. And doctor here is teacher. Okay. So when you have a psychoneurology session, it's more like the therapist, the doctor, is giving you a one-on-one class on how to make yourself happy. Oh, That's the okay. simplest way to describe it. You mentioned um, you know, ancient wisdom. Yes. And there was a rabbi involved. Is yes. this a, an offshoot of any particular kind no. of institutional religion? Is no. it attached to anything like that? No, it's not. We take... Uh, ancient wisdom and ancient practices from the Kabbalah. We also do a lot of shamanic ancient practices, uh, the Toltec wisdom. So it's different kinds of ancient practices. Um, there's a lot of Qigong and Tai Chi also. So it's, it's practices that have been around from ancient right. times that has transcended like um, we I incorporate a traditional Chinese medicine in my programs also so it's it's really things that have worked for centuries and integrating them with new science what would you say not wanting to oversimplify it but what mm-hmm. would be your prescription for happiness then what would be let's say the most simple thing that you would tell someone Essentially, it's self-love. It's self-nurturing. There's no other way to happiness except through self-love. And it's that taking that journey inwards, going inwards as opposed to looking at the external. See, a lot of times people are unhappy with their lives because they believe that um, a certain job will make them happy or finding the perfect spouse will make them happy or living in the perfect country will make them happy. And that's never the case. It is 
happiness can only be attained through an internal journey and it's not an internal journey wherein you're going inwards to fix something in psychoneurology we actually work from the foundation that there's nothing wrong with you right because the whole essence of it is self-acceptance and without self-acceptance there's really no way you can begin to first of all nurture yourself because before you can even accept yourself you need to be able to take care of yourself and practice mm-hmm. self-care and to take responsibility and accountability for yourself and then there's accepting yourself a little bit more every day and stop trying to correct yourself so to speak you know that voice in our head we call it the inner critic we're in it just goes on and on and on and then later on you begin to believe that voice in your head when in fact there's nothing real about that voice in your head and so we teach our patients to reprogram that voice in their head by changing that negativity into positive affirmations so essentially being your own inner cheerleader as opposed to being your own inner critic and i think that's absolutely essential for thriving when you're in a joyful state everything works your your life works money comes in opportunities are in front of you and and what's wonderful about this is that it's no longer something that's so idealistic and part of the hippie movement because science is now coming out with proof scientific studies that this works for instance there is a scientist his name is Dr. Robert Emmons who works a lot with gratitude and oh, yes. and he's received major grants written numerous books Greg Braden for instance who's a highly respected scientist but also a spiritual teacher has also spoken a lot about the nervous system and how our nervous system complements each other not just in the brain but also in the heart and in the gut and scientists now particularly functional medicine practitioners are all in agreement that serotonin which is essentially what people are saying that contributes to depression as a chemical imbalance in your brain well 90% of serotonin is produced in your gut so it's it's not even produced right. in your brain and mm-hmm. so science now is sort of not sort of it's it's actually complementing spiritual views so it's a very exciting time for for this sort of movement i think towards self love because it's really um supported by the scientific community I mean, because there are act- I've seen it um online as well actors like Jim Carrey mm-hmm. I think it was Will Smith as well who said that was one of the first yes, things that they absolutely. they did even before they achieved the success yes. that they they did yes. with their careers it was they always felt grateful yes. or it was a belief that things would go yes. well no matter what and they were really yes. espousing this whole and positive it's, it's, image it's frequency. and frequency Yes, frequency. And Tesla himself said, if you want to understand the universe, just think of vib- think in terms of vibration and frequency. Because that's exactly that's exactly what it is. I mean, you know, it's labeled as quantum physics and it sounds right. a little more complicated, but that's what it is. It's not as complicated as um as let's say the science of quantum physics for instance, because it's really about vibration And, and by vibration you mean it's how you, you're feeling it's your inner weather 
I think that's the easiest way to describe it. What's the weather inside like? Right. And and you take accountability for your own vibration, for your own frequency. And in psychoneurology, we refer to it as vibrational hygiene, wherein you take complete responsibility and accountability for your vibration. So you distance yourself from from people that are um, quote unquote causing low vibration, for instance, right. but not because they're bad people, but because they're not a match to you. Okay. So you're able to discern who is who belongs in your space and who doesn't. And you do this without judgment because you've learned how not to judge yourself. And once you learn how to not judge yourself, it's very easy to not judge others. We also use mirroring a lot, meaning if things bother you about another person, look at it as a mirror of you. So you take accountability for everything that happens in your life. And which means that also empowers you to make absolute changes in your life and what what would your response be to people who would say this is all well and good but it seems very detached from reality not at all because that's a criticism that yes. I, I know i've seen a lot of where people are saying oh it's one thing to think positive and you know be aspirational or yes. feel like this is where i'm going to so that's what i'm going to look at but you're denying what's real if you look at everyone who is quote unquote successful and I will define successful as being happy and finding their niche in the world, not necessarily. Right. And you'll find that those who are happy and have found their niche in the world, in the world, do have a certain degree of financial success. You know? But if you look at that as your definition of success, you will find that all those people are in fact practicing this, whether they're yes. aware of it or not. And I would say about 99% of them are in fact aware of it because they see, they see what happens to their life when you're actually feeling good about yourself, that you can just change the way you feel. Like, let's take anxiety, for instance, which is so common. (laughs) And when you have anxiety, it just means that your brain is so attached to your future. That that's what you're spending time right. on, worrying about your future. And we teach our patients to bring themselves to the now. And by bringing yourself to the now, by being mindful, by being aware of the present, by being grateful for the present, and just that little act of gratitude and being mindful with the present and practicing breath work, that will remove anxiety without pills. And that, that'll help. That alone right. will help a lot of people. And when you are aware that when anxiety comes into your life, it's, it's really an attachment and, and a thought process and a brain pattern, a pattern of thinking, then it's easy for you to sort of get off that hamster wheel and, and decide for yourself, I'm not running that pattern anymore. Like you mentioned, this is something that has come about now. It seems to be the perfect time for it. More and more people seem to be moving towards a very different perspective on reality and the world. Uh, There's a lot of positive thinkers out there who are trying to push out a higher frequency, uh, to to put it that way. But at the same time, 
it's a very fearful world that we occupy when you watch what's happening on the news, for example, and you see all the motions of humanity from the migration crisis happening in Europe, happening in Southeast Asia, you know, um, autocrats on the rise, uh, the right, the rightist movements. How would you explain how that? You balance that? that? Yes. And how, how do you balance that? Exactly. And I tell people to work on their own backyard. As a matter of fact, my patients are not allowed to watch the news (laughs) because we call it imprinting. Whatever you're listening to in the background and whatever you're listening to repetitively will imprint on your brain and will, will influence. It's the source of your way of thinking. And so when you have the news playing in the morning, even if you're not listening to it, and you're dressing up and you're getting ready for work, it's imprinting in your brain. So that's part of the vibrational hygiene. Yes, we're not denying these things go on in the world, but our philosophy is if you work on your own backyard and everybody does it, then there are repercussions towards the home because you may not be able to fix the entire planet from where you're standing but you can fix your internal universe and your your um your own environment and if everybody just does that then maybe there's a chance no that that it can actually um you know exponentially right. affect how what would your advice be then to somebody who let's say works for an NGO mm. and has to deal with all of these distressed uh, people on a daily basis, for example, or somebody like me? But this is not a therapy <laughs> session, ladies and gentlemen, who you know worked in the news for twenty five years, yes. for example, and you see that every day. You need to disassociate. So you need to work on your own right. frequency and make sure that. One, you have a daily practice, which is very, very important. And for, um, let's just use you as an example. You're reading the news, you're in the thick of the news, you're, you're exposed to this all the time, and it is your career. And so what I would advise for you to do is to make sure that in the morning you do whatever it takes to keep your frequency up. Like you can report the news, but not be in the news, not right. allow it to, um, not allow all those emotions to affect you. Right. But you can only do it when you are practicing self-care and your frequency is high enough for you to disassociate from what's going on essentially outside of you. Really having compassion for someone who is suffering does not mean that you have to suffer too. And and I think that the best way we can help people who are in fact suffering is to offer them solutions as opposed to crying with them. So it, it may be construed as, as apathy, but I'd like to um, to focus more on the fact that it's it's not because we're here to offer solutions, to offer resources that will help them get out of that sadness, get out of that suffering, as opposed to being in there with them. So it's like it's 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 empathy in a way, but it's active empathy, maybe yes. something like that. No, it, in a way. it's like I feel for you, which is why I'm going to help you feel better right 
I'm not going to cry with you. So it's not having like some sort of disaster happening somewhere and then looking away. No, and- no. It's actually offering solutions, offering solutions to that. So basically, it's also almost like for for people everywhere to not allow themselves to be sucked in by all the fear exactly. or all the anxiety or exactly. all the negativity. It's still your choice. Right. Because you have the choice to create sort of that heaven on earth in your own environment, in your own space. Do you think there are many people You know, the rise of autocrats and there seems to be a lot of people who are afraid or unhappy possibly with their own lives. Is that what it is that would have led to strongmen leaders in many countries across the world? And it's part of the evolution, I think, of of the planet, really, of humanity as a whole, that there will always be conflict. There will always be... a imbalance there will um there will always be that opposite and i think really and again i'm bringing it back to your inner your inner self as long as you are not part of the problem if you are in a community for instance and let's let's micro it a little bit if you are in a community and somebody is misbehaving and somebody is um stealing let's just say So causing discord in the community. If everyone fights that and everyone focuses on this person as the problem, what's going to happen? Everyone's going to live in fear. Everyone's going to live in distrust. Everyone's going to start locking their doors. Everyone's going to be suspicious of the other. Whereas if this is going on in your community and you ask, what can I do to make myself feel better? And everybody does. What can I do to make myself happier? This one that's causing all will either leave or need to change or need to adjust or need to see, okay, what's going to make me feel better? And how do I ask for help? So you see the difference between the two, whether it's um, it's negative or, or positive is irrelevant. It's how... It's what you are doing to feel better about yourself because it's the only way you're going to feel better about others. What is your, let's say, your immediate goal for right now that you're you know, you know you're seeing patients, you have a blog as well, you're teaching classes. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a five-year plan of what you'd like to see? What I really want to do is put up an NGO that will... Um, develop modules to teach self-love to not only to children but to the parents and to the teachers and and so that we can you know walk the talk and really integrate self-love into society do you think something like that would work in a country for example like the philippines a developing country where many people say there are um more realistic concerns such as food and water, shelter. True. But True. how then do you integrate that? I'm starting now with small schools like preschools, private mm-hmm. schools so that I don't have to go through government 
Right. I don't have to go through the bureaucracy. Um, we're teaching teachers how to take care of themselves or integrating it. Um, like for this preschool I'm working with now, every day they have um, they have a gratitude journal with their okay. with their students and the older students. They have a program that says how did I accept myself today. So those little things will actually make huge differences in the way these children will think when they're a little bit older. Um, they also have silent time where they learn to. Um, it's meditation, but we don't call it that. Right. And we, we just call it stillness or si- silent time. And little by little, it can't happen at the snap of a finger. We have to do it slowly and again in our own backyard. And hopefully it just expands exponentially. So I haven't gotten to the grassroots yet. Right. And and I think that's, that's an even bigger hurdle. Um, because you are right, you know, there's a problem with food, there's a problem with educate basic education. But yes. again, shouldn't self-love be such a foundation for, for everyone? Because that, that, that's, that's very interesting. Because that, that's one thing that, you know, you do see when you go out there, for example, in some of the hardest hit areas when there's a typhoon mm-hmm. or in, you know, impoverished villages. It's a very different concern that they might have and that they would feel that something like this, like even when they are brought psychosocial carers yes. or workers, for many of them, it's like, this is something that is beyond what we yes, because need it's right not, now. It's, they, not it's not in, in their, their mentality. Yes. Whereas if it were, if there were a natural calamity, the, the whole community would just rise up to help each other. I assure you, if there is a community and I... That... Um, is formed on loving and helping each other and accepting each other and supporting each other that if a natural calamity happens, they will be there for each other, regardless of whether they have huge resources or very or nothing at all. So it really is definitely a it's mindset. A, it's, it's a way of thinking. It's a, it's a way of, um, of processing. That, so it really, in a way, shouldn't even be thought of as a luxury that is no, only afforded to a certain... No, uh, no. It is then also a question of uh, that thinking that there isn't enough, yes. right? That you are having to combat, yes. I suppose. Uh, that thought of lack. Yes. And that lack, again, it, if you look at it, Marga, it all bo- goes back down to self-love. And we belong to a society where self-love is equal to selfishness yes and how do you how do you answer that then to those who will say self-love oh, self-love you're narcissistic or yes. you're... i i explain to them that it's two very different things because when you are loving yourself you're able to fill your cup up so much that uh, your cup is full and you give the excess so it teaches you how to love unconditionally and love without expectation whereas if you are coming from selfishness you're you're coming from that mentality of lack so you're coming from a cup that's half empty right and every time you give you expect something in return and that's the difference between the two so what would be a practical tip to begin with say if somebody's beginning to feel a little anxious or a little fearful number one and i know it sounds so simple but try it and i promise you the effects are not simple practice gratitude 
And this is what we normally forget. Number two, calibrate yourself to your internal frequency. Do whatever it takes to make you feel good inside. Three, you need a spiritual practice, whatever that spiritual practice may be to you. And um, each person, even two friends, will have two different spiritual practices. And I... I highly encourage people to create their own spiritual practices that will work for them. Such as meditation. Such or... as meditation. <clears throat> There's Tai Chi, Qigong, Yoga. Right. Um, there is um, chanting, singing, dancing even sure. will increase your frequency. So if you turn everything into a spiritual practice and make it go towards developing who you are from the inside out it's the intent it it's not um it it's nothing outside of you it's really going inwards and liking what you see and and making sure that it's it's always um at the best version of you take care of being the best version of you and everything else will follow opportunities will follow because it's quantum physics like will always attract like so if you're vibrating at the high frequency everything that comes to you will also it's 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 almost the definition of luck right right so it's like if you're feeling bad stop maybe Make Change a list it. of things you're grateful for. Exactly. Uh, try to feel better about yes. anything else. If you're else. feeling sad and, or you're angry, know that you have a choice. You can either stay there or do whatever it takes to get you out of there. And it's it's a running pattern. Just like happiness is a running pattern, so is sadness. So choose which running pattern you want to have in your head. Or in your in your being, because I think the world is ready. I think people are ready. People are waking up to the fact that they hold their happiness in in their hands. You know, they're they're the ones with the power to make themselves happy. I just want to not make it sound sure. like I'm trying to change the world because I'm not. <laughs> I think the world has and always will be in some kind of um, inequality and some kind of, um, you know, union of opposites or not or disunion of opposites. So in, in other words, I'm not here to change the world. I'm just here to take care of my world and the world of those that allow me into their world world and help them change their world i'm not changing it for them right it's them changing it for themselves and then exponentially from yes. there onwards exactly that- it's being the change you want to see in the world right you start with you and there you have it living joyfully isn't always easy but it isn't impossible either We hope you picked up a thing or two in this episode. And if you want to know more, do drop us a line. We would love to hear from you. I'm Margot Tigas. Thanks for listening. And I hope you'll join us again next time.